It's the first bonus episode of the Clear-Headed Podcast. I want to start every episode with one big, deep breath. So if you're out running errands or you're sipping your first cup of coffee or tea in the morning, or maybe you're winding down for bed, I want you to join in. So breathe in and breathe out. Okay, let's get clear-headed. This episode is the first listener coming in and talking about their moment of clarity episode. Alessandra is admittedly a friend, but also an avid listener to Clearheaded. We talk about connection. Love is connection. She elaborates on a mushroom trip that changed her perspective. We talk about tips on how you can change your perspective if you don't want to do shrooms. We even get so connected that there are a little bit of tears. I'm going to kick off this episode with a quote Alessandra found. Here's love with connection. This world has profound meaning. Tying strings together is a union. Connecting people is a union. And the flow of time is a union. These are all part of the God's power. The braided cords that we make are tied to that. A skill from the God. They represent the flow of time itself. They assemble and take shape. They twist, tangle, unravel now and then, break and disconnect. That's what a union is. What time is. When something becomes a part of a person, it's a union. It joins the soul. You know that everything is connected. We are all connected. So I want to just jump off on the hard-hitting, how you figured it out. I I don't want to speak too much on it. I want to give you the chance to tell us how you came to this realization that we are all connected. It all started since I can remember, since I have a sense of self, I guess. I felt like I always felt like the black sheep or like just an odd individual. Like I felt like I never fit in. And it's not like I was a loner or I was always alone or nobody liked me. A lot of people liked me. I had a lot of friends. I don't know. It felt off. It felt like maybe people didn't quite understand me or that I was weird because Mm -hmm. I liked certain things. I feel like I've always been an artist and that something as a Venezuelan person, that's not something that you do as a career. And I felt Mm -hmm. like I've always knew I wanted to do something with that, but people didn't quite get it. Or like I always did crazy creative things and they're like, I don't know, where is that coming from? And I'm like, I just, you know, it's who I am. So I felt always very disconnected Mm -hmm. to everyone. And then Also, I grew up Catholic and I could never relate with religion. And I still don't. I appreciate religion Mm -hmm. now, its essence, what it's meant to be. So pretty much everything my family believed, I just couldn't relate to it. So I always felt off. And then before the beliefs like you couldn't have religion and science connect or science and art or I don't even know, like even in politics, like Democrats and Republicans, like it all feels like it's so divided. Yeah, not connected. Not connected. 
they can't coexist. Right. They can't be in harmony. They can't right. live together. And and now, now where I am now sitting in front of you, that is so not the case right. to me anymore. You see the point in connection. Yeah. How did you get from being in kind of a reality where disconnection was your norm to understanding that connection is reality, being mm-hmm. intermixed with positive and negatives how did you get there because i guess i can just flat out ask you what was the experience like of getting there i know you mentioned that there may have been a little mushroom involved <laughs> i want to know because i don't i don't know about that experience and mm-hmm. i want to know how did you get there yeah. what was that like first of all it took me a while to even get to the mushroom part okay. because i don't condone drugs i don't you know i don't even smoke weed it's just not my thing so i honestly i had to go through <laughs> First, a heartbreak. Mm. Doesn't that, that changes for everyone. Heartbreaks suck, but they do make you stronger. So I'm very grateful for that because I felt for the first time that I actually connected with someone and then that didn't work out. Not going to get into details. It just wasn't like pretty. Yeah. And I got to the point where I was so low. I was so depressed. I was so at a very dark place. And I just kind of, I, I couldn't, I couldn't take it. I was like, this cannot be it. Like this is not life. Life should not feel this way. There's something I'm missing mm-hmm. about the point of life because <laughs> this cannot be it. I've, I've always done yoga and things like that. But at this time is when I decided to meditate. Mm-hmm. And that's when I decided to learn more about spirituality and, and just kind of like submerge myself into that. And honestly, I think meditation was a turning point for me because that's when I got to see myself for myself. And that's when I also understood others and oh. everything else. I didn't quite know at that time specifically that that's what was happening until I decided to then try shrooms. And that's when I think shrooms came into play. And I think it's very important for me to say that I don't do shrooms for fun. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, you had I had a purpose, you had a you had a goal and end. Yeah. Goal yeah. Reason. It's it's kind of like when people think of like ayahuasca trip or something. Like it's it's something done for the purpose of healing mm-hmm. rather than I just wanna have fun and escape. Right. It's like, no, I honestly I want to see the truth. I want to learn about myself. I want to connect with something. Yeah. And is that even possible? I just needed help. My friends, I have friends who um, have done that before and things like that. And they're like, oh, you know, shrooms would be great. And I was like, actually, yeah, okay, okay. So it was actually during quarantine. Oh my God, my first time was like, was it a bad trip? No, it, it was, was a good one. It was it was interesting. I was talking to a palm tree by the end of it. It oh was great. Oh my goodness. It was great. See, full disclaimer, I've never done shrooms. So yeah. if my questions seem a little naive, it's because no. I've never done it. But I know that uh, I think it's psilocybin, right? Which is like found in mushrooms. I will edit that out if that's wrong. But there are benefits yeah. to mushrooms that help the chemistry in your brain. So I've actually come into quite a few people from all different walks of life that really see the benefit in Mm -hmm. doing shrooms. So there's no judgment on my end. I'm curious about it because I think it could be beneficial for a multitude of reasons. And 
and you're here proving that it can help you look in versus escaping and being on the outs of life. To take it back in, your friends say, hey, I think this could be beneficial. Mm -hmm. You say, great, let's do it. You're talking to a palm tree. (laughs) And what was, because I assume also from talking to other people who have done it, what was the first aha moment for you? Do you remember when you're talking to that palm tree, what the heck are you talking about? I took the shrooms. I I was supposed to do it with my roommates because we were in quarantine. Um, Somehow they decided they were going to leave. I didn't know they were leaving. Um, So I took it and I was like, hey, guys, you want to take yours? And they're like, oh, I need to I need to. I need to head out. I need to do this. I need to do that. And I was like, okay, now I'm freaking out because I have no idea what's going to happen. And now I'm alone in my apartment on shrooms. Interesting. Yes. You made the connection to connection alone. Alone. So it was just a weird experience to begin with because, first of all, you're supposed to eat when you do shrooms. Okay. Because, again, it's a fungi. Your body wants to naturally just get rid of it yes um so a little bit of food helps so you don't feel nauseous so i ate a little bit i felt better and then it started like everything just started moving like i was i remember being in my bathroom floor because it just felt comfortable to me on the floor it's really grounding the shower curtain started like moving it felt like it was breathing and I was just like, I, I don't have windows. I don't have anything in the bathroom. So it was just, I knew I was in it. And it was so interesting because I was looking at it and I was like, my perception has shifted, literally. Yeah. Like it's no longer just something still. It's like, I'm creating this through my brain and whatever this mushroom is doing to my body chemically. And then I decided I want to explore more. This is a new world. Wow. You know, like now things are different. And then I go out in the living room and I sit and then I'm like looking around and things are like slowly moving and like breathing. It's like all breathing at the same time as I am. And then I look at the window and I remember this vividly. I look at the window and I there's like three palm trees, but then the tallest one, I was like, this palm tree's feisty. This palm tree is feisty. So I I was like, feisty P- Fiona, the palm tree. <laughs> like, and then I just gave the tree a name and then I just started talking to the tree. Like I was going through, it's always about the heart. Like, I feel like it's always like a heartache or trying to understand love or trying to understand something. Mm -hmm. And I was just talking to this palm tree and I was like, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Like it was talking back. to Yeah. Well, not literally, (gasps) but like you just know, like your body, like your mind and your being, it's the knowing, Mm -hmm. you know, that you just feel. That's when I realized things within me were just clicking because the actual palm trees not having a conversation with me but I'm having a conversation with with it and and somehow Fiona is helping me understand things that I just knew already that I had within me that I just couldn't see or I couldn't connect with a thought that they were just in the 
kind of like subconscious or inside my soul, my my essence, I, whatever you want to call it, that thing that just kind of made sense. Everything that I'm thinking and I'm seeing, th- this is all me. Mm. This is this is all me. But at the same time, I am all them. I am it for just this one thing. Yeah. And it just kind of clicked. And now this one thing, this oneness, this one, I started to understand that has many names. Like it can be energy in science, in quantum physics. It can be, I don't know, consciousness in spirituality. It can be God in religion. And to me, my favorite is love. You know, like I do believe in essence, everything and everyone, energy, God, this consciousness is love. And if I'm love and you're love and we're love, then there's no room for fear, which I think it's what, oh. It's so true. I don't even know really why I'm crying, probably because I'm connected to you. Yeah, because <laughs> you're feeling it because I'm feeling it. Yes, what you're saying is is really true. And it gets so lost. It gets so lost. And so many people go through life being so disconnected. Mm-hmm. And I probably feel a pull because I have been absent from my own life. And the gift of understanding that we're all connected and that love is so present within yourself, within the things that you do, within your intention, within just the the microfibers of the life that you create is such a gift and such a good perspective to have. I can say, I mean, if anybody is listening thinking, well, I guess I have to do shrooms to understand it. I really just want you to know that hearing different perspectives and hearing experiences and planting the seed in your mind of looking and seeking and trying to be open to seeing the connection in life is where you start and maybe where you end and find a solution. My realization of we are all connected came from like being called in. (laughs) I'm laughing because we're both actors, so we understand this. Being called in as a favor to do a table read. And uh, the table read was about a film, which I can't share too much. But basically the metaphor that was used was that somebody came into enlightenment by watching all the raindrops go into a bucket and realizing that each raindrop, once it hits water and becomes a collective, it doesn't matter what drop was what. It all goes into a bucket and that's what we are and that's what you experience. We are all connected and we all go into a bucket and the judgment that we might face while we're raindrops in the air falling, looking at other Mm -hmm. raindrops is really pointless because we're all going to end up in the same bucket. Mm -hmm. And we are the bucket too, you know, it's like, it's like. It, the bucket wouldn't have or exist if it didn't need to carry the water. Like it, it, it just, it, uh, it's all like, yes. it's all meant to be together. It's all meant, now I'm teary, it's all meant to harmonize, to, it is all built to coexist. It, it is all made 
to be experienced and cherished. And I think the only way to not see how deeply connected we are to everyone and everything, including this table, including the water, it's it's fear. It's allowing yourself to think that we're not connected because at that point, then if you truly believe you are connected, you wouldn't hurt anyone. You wouldn't throw anything. You would want to build. You would want to create. You would want to be kind. You would want, you would have empathy. You would be sympathetic. Mm -hmm. You would heal. You would want to grow together. Mm -hmm. You would appreciate everyone's seemingly differences. Right. Because we are. Every snowflake looks different. Mm -hmm. You know, but at the end of the day, it all melts into the same water. Right. So it's like, let's appreciate each other's seemingly differences because we all have strengths that we can use to create in this beautiful world that we live in. Yeah. That has been made for us. Yeah. Just coming from that perspective, I like no longer see things as good or bad. Even though, like, pain is real, like, depression is real, fear is real, anger is real. They're not there to bring you down. They're there to protect a part of you. So when you look at it that way and you look at it in the face and you become kind to your pain and your depression, it changes. It really does. Because then you see it as a little kid rather than this ugly monster yeah and then you just teach it that you're okay now yeah that you're strong enough to move past this and you're still gonna feel it and it's okay that's the thing it's okay to not feel okay 100 percent of the time it is all a part of it you need you know the yin and the yang like you said before it's like One cannot survive without the other. Like, it just won't. And once you start to appreciate it, then it all makes sense. And I remember another shrimp trip I did, because I did multiple. Um, I remember in one of them, the last one, my my friend that told me about it at first, like, she's also really good at guiding and doing meditations as well. And we did it as a group of girlfriends, and we're like let's heal let's heal together let's connect and I remember the intention she said set an intention I usually don't I usually I guess my intention would be like just allow for the experience to happen for me this time she's like set an actual intention and I was like okay I want to look at my fear in the face it might not be a good trip it might be my first bad trip I was like I'm gonna look at fear in the face because I have to, like, I have to embrace it. Like, I have to love it. Mm-hmm. And I went in with that intention and it never happened. Like, my fear just disappeared. Wow. After your trip included. During my trip. Like, I never wow. had fear. Like, I never had to come face to face with my fear because just simple act of acknowledging it yeah. and just understanding it 
it was gone. And but again, it doesn't have to be about shrooms either. Like right. I had another, like you said, realization. I love Buddha and, and I read a lot of books. Like I start reading, um, well, the first thing where it all makes sense, if you if you haven't watched The Power of the Myth by Joseph Campbell, please watch. I felt so understood by his words because sometimes I know things in my body that I just cannot express. Mm-hmm. And just having someone else say it for you not only shows how connected we truly are, but it also helps express what I now mean. So he helped me with that. Then I started reading during quarantine, The Untethered Soul by Michael A. Singer. I've seen a lot of people reading that. It's a game changer because it asks the question of who I, who am I, mm-hmm. right? And then it tells you about what I we now having this conversation know, which is we're not our body, we're not our names, we're not our thoughts, Right. We're not our minds. We're so much more than that. And it's so much simpler. It's our, it's our essence. It's our soul. But what is it? We don't know. There's no words for it. And we don't have to have words for it. Yeah. People try to describe it. Again, love, consciousness, this or that. And at the end of the day, it's just simply because we don't have the language to do it. But we all know what it is. Right. And Again, Eckhart Tolle, Deepak Chopra. Like I can go on and on about people who uh, have influenced. And, I love that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yeah. have you send me a list, and oh, we'll put yes. a little list together for everyone if they want to experience yeah. deepening their understanding of connection without shrooms. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, did the shroom trip for to. them. Yeah. Totally. And again, no judgment here. Yeah. But I don't want it to intimidate or scare anybody by thinking that they can't reach this on their own sober Mm -hmm. or uh, maybe you don't have the time to do a shirt. Like who knows? But it's not essential. But what I'm hearing from Mm -hmm. you is that what is essential is acknowledgement. And acknowledgement is connection. And if you can acknowledge your fear, if you can acknowledge your depression, if you can acknowledge your pain, then you become connected Mm -hmm. inside with your higher self, with your soul, with your untethered soul. Yeah. And and you befriend it. Like it it, because everything is connected, it is a part of you. So you have to love even those parts of you. All I ask, something that everyone can do is just simply observe that's all like you by observing whether it's nature whether it's people you know and opening up your heart to it you're gonna learn so much like you learn how things that people do might surprise you that you just didn't see before because you were so within your head yeah you know not even yourself like your head yeah you know buddha did this thing where he had monks sitting with him and he had a flower in front of him and he had everyone look at it just stare at it just look at the flower and no one got it and no one got it no one was saying anything and then all of a sudden one of the monks just started laughing just started laughing and he just said you understand because if you think about it a flower comes from plants right like you gotta have a plant and then all of a sudden it's just a flower and you're like wow, that came from that plant. This plant is that flower, but not all leaves are flowers. So what makes this flower a flower? Mm. And then you're like, well, it just, whatever you think it is, it believed it was a flower, it, it, you know. it. We believe it's a it flower. It had to, you yeah. know. And perspective. It's, it, it's all the perspective. It comes right back to perspective. Yeah. It comes yeah. right back to perspective. 
Yeah. We have touched on so many so things. Much. We yeah. have cried a little bit in this episode. And what I'm taking away from this conversation is connection is love and love is present in our day-to-day. Love is present in hate, in fear, in depression, in happiness, in joy. And that if we want to be more connected, we could do shrooms. <laughs> we could also go into life whether it's you're going into a shroom trip, whether it's going into your next day, acknowledging an intention and trying to remain present in all that's around you in life, in struggles. And I'm also going to take away that you decided to be kind to the things that you were afraid of and those things that you were afraid of went away. And I think that's the goal for so many of us go through our day, to go through our life, to go through our relationships, through our career changes, our trials, our failures without fear. And in order to achieve that, we just need to be connected to our love. Yeah. So I love you. I love you. Thank you for crying with me. Uh, Thank you're you for very welcome. Anytime. Here. I'll cry with you. Anytime. <laughs> What was your takeaway from this episode? Leave it in the reviews and please make sure to follow us on both Apple Podcasts, Instagram, and subscribe on Spotify. Check out our website at clearheadedpodcast.com to find out links to the books, quotes, and movies Alessandro mentioned in this episode. I'm so happy you're here. I feel super connected to you. And if you feel connected to me or a moment of clarity, slide into our DMs and maybe we can have a conversation about it. Talk to you next week.